0: hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the mad podcast the mental awareness discussion brought to you by broken Drift productions and banana bros i'm your host miles weber telling you to follow us online on social media at mad podcast on instagram and also follow broken Drift productions and at az banana bros for all your banana Bros swag so make sure you follow az banana bros Then also subscribe to the Drift Productions YouTube channel, where you can see this podcast every Thursday, but they also have other cool shows as well, Cooking with Comedians, and then they've got uh, Too Many First Dates. The girls are always talking about cool stuff, man. There's so much cool stuff happening all the time on Drift Productions YouTube channel, so go subscribe right now, and then come right back and listen to this podcast. So, that being said, with me as always is my co-host in life in this podcast, my wife, Heather Weber. Hello, dear. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: fantastic doing really awesome good. yeah i know right a couple episodes of keenan and kelly will do that to you so right on <laughs> that's got me feeling all spry like it's 1994 again um and with us uh, always from canada our friend from canada susan thompson hello susan how you doing good guys how are you we're doing great we're doing great we are here today with uh, our special guest today is a very funny comedian from northern california parker newman parker how you doing man
2: I'm good. Thank you guys for uh, having me on.
0: Absolutely. Not a problem at all. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. So uh, you are here today because you were diagnosed by a mental health professional with borderline personality disorder. So uh, that being said, I feel like people only kind of have a connotation with borderline personality disorder because Pete Davidson has it. I feel like that's kind of the, the one who's like the highly publicized person who has it, but people kind of still don't really know exactly what the disorder entails, you know? So, I mean, like if there was a person who you had to like, tell like, Oh, I've got borderline personality disorder. They're like, I don't have the slightest idea what you're even talking about with your face. What would you say to kind of break down a little bit to a complete idiot, what it is?
2: Um, I guess uh complete, it. I don't know. Um, so just, like how I would tell my friends, you're saying, um, I guess, no. There, yeah, um, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'd say, uh, you know, it's a lot of stuff really, it's honestly a lot more simple than, you know, I thought it was like, it's not super complex. Um, it, it's kind of just like the idealization and devaluation of people like that. You know, you don't really, it's a lot of like trouble regulating your emotions, uh, and stuff uh personally always like kind of take stuff inward i don't really snap at people uh you know but i definitely you know go from like zero to 100 pretty quick uh stuff like that that's like a really weird um sense of self and like uh you know by the way sorry, i've been now and i'm not used to it So if I sound even more listly than I okay, I'm like everyone's thinking it after You're totally
0: fine. You're totally fine. That's hilarious. Oh my God. Right on, especially because you had just said like an inflated sense of self. And so it's just like (laughs) such such a perfect time to like self-deprecate. It's like, hey, by the way.
2: Or Or no, it's weird. It's not like an inflated sense of self. It's like a it's very it's very weird ego wise it's like a you don't really it's like a constant struggle i'm just gonna take the shit out oh my god <laughs> <with identity. laughs> oh. <laughs> all right this is, uh,
0: this is amazing
2: there we go. it's uh yeah it's just a constant like a uh, you know struggle with your identity and stuff you don't really know who you are especially in like group dynamics change that so much you know what i mean like uh you know uh and just a constant feeling of emptiness no matter how uh you know positive i guess your life is you know gotcha
0: gotcha okay how old were you when you were diagnosed with it
2: oh it's literally last month (laughs) so
0: wow
2: yeah pretty pretty recent yeah and how old are you now um 25 just 25. turned 25 yeah it's funny because i wasn't like hiding it you know like <laughs> <laughs> so
0: it's not like they had to do too much digging it just kind of yeah. was around just like oh yeah <laughs> that is okay like, so how fair did, enough
1: how, how did you go in for like how do you like you just go in you're like hey i'm not feeling right what's going on like
2: how, yeah uh, yeah that's it's it sorry what
0: <laughs>
1: So was yeah she's like, yeah. asking how do you, she's, she's asking, how do you even begin
0: that process yeah exactly yeah. how do you begin the process for that like, oh yeah or are you feeling well, um, weird or
2: yeah i mean you know but well, ever since i was like 13 14 i've been going to therapy for like depression and anxiety and then the medications like worked really you know or they would like super you know but there's always something like still wrong and what's you know so like uh yeah, it's still very hard. And also I don't just have BPD have tons of other diagnoses and shit. Like, you know, I feel like it's very comorbid with other things, you know, it's not like you just like, you know, someone just has BPD I'm pretty sure that's like super rare, you know, mm-hmm. that's like your only thing you got going on. Uh, but yeah, no, my psychiatrist just, uh, said, uh, just asked me like the basic, I think there's like seven questions that are like the big, you know, indicator of whether you have it and like, uh, like everyone. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Doesn't everyone do that? You know, like fall in love every two seconds and then hate the person? Is that not? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it just, uh, it took a while. But um, yeah, I, I just I got a new psychiatrist. And that's what it was. So yeah gotcha. okay yeah yeah
0: sometimes that could be a really big thing as well like getting a new mental health professional and un- involved with you is for sure a step to get like a proper diagnosis if things have been kind of off before do you remember like the other questions that were kind of asked of you i'm very curious like if there's yeah. a set of how many like certain types of questions were they all kind of related to that type of thing
2: yeah it, it's mostly that just like uh you know, if you like idealize people and stuff and like uh, you know, it's also like a big or at least for me, like, you know, it, it really revolves around like relationships, mm. you know, um too. So, you know, he has like um yeah, I'm trying to think, yeah, it's mostly just that stuff, but also like uh I like uh it's very like tinged on relationships. So like if I uh like I, I was telling him like I feel like I'm not a real person if I'm like single, you know, what I mean, like, I'm not even like, you know, I mean, like, uh, there's no point of like, living almost if I'm like, just going to be alone. It's like this deep seated, like fear of abandon, of uh, abandonment. And like, even like, you know, when, uh you know, when I'm hanging out with my friends all day, and then like, I go home alone at night, it still feels like I'm being abandoned by people, you know, even though it's You know people just
0: have work and shit in the morning like you
2: know for sure yeah no that's
0: that that makes a lot of sense i feel like we see that though a lot that just kind of comes up in certain people but i mean like it, it does come from you know like the trauma and actual like abandonment issues and things that stem usually from childhood and everything so that makes that makes sense that it would kind of circulate around those types of relationships and 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 how that works when you did get that diagnosis. Did you find yourself doing any type of reflection in the span of your life where you're just like, Oh, yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And that's what that thing was. Like, did you think that there was clarity that you felt once you got diagnosed? Or did you just feel more confused?
2: Um, I don't know. That's a really good question. I kind of had both. Well, here's the thing is that I got like, I found out some other shit that I had too. like, so It's very like, uh, you know I mean? So it's like already had that moment of revelation are like so many times recently. (laughs) So just, that was like another, okay, I guess this too, you know, I mean, just, uh, you know, uh, but yeah, that's a good question. I was, uh, it definitely, there's so many like pieces to the puzzle, I guess of my brain or whatever are are missing. But um, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, it definitely helped. But at the same time, you know, you're never gonna really figure it out just by like these diagnoses, you know, I mean, like it does help in the short term, like, but eventually, you know, like in the long term, it doesn't really, you know, uh, that's where like therapy becomes more, instead of just knowing you have it, you know, for sure for oh. sure
0: have you uh gotten into by any the way topic? are you
2: guys all going to abandon me later okay sorry just uh, had to
0: check. there will <laughs> t- come a time when this call will end and i know God damn it, I the way we do that though is we'll just ask you to log out first that way it's like you're abandoning us so we're putting the oh, power yeah. back in your hands <laughs> That's and it's little... from you.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is okay i like that Reverse psychology. I would be lying if I said I've never done something like that before. Um, like literally, like uh, there's this girl that I'm kind of into, had a crush on, and uh, and so she's like, she texted me back and is kind of like up in the air, you know. And my friend said, like, yeah, did you just just gotta like be your friend, you know? Anything like you gotta like stop worrying about it, you know, because then it's just gonna like fuck with me. But I just was like, "Oh yeah, I should like, you know, reject her before she can reject me, right?" He's like, "No, that's not what I mean at all. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, don't do that. No, no, no. I don't think that's good. Yeah, don't don't do try that. and get ahead of it, you know.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it works, you know." He's <laughs> <No.
0: laughs> <laughs> like, "Yeah, for sure. You shouldn't do that. But then, why does it work so good?" Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want. You know, like, <laughs> Oh, dear God. That's hilarious. Um, you had, you had mentioned, uh, so what are the other things that you have been previously diagnosed with that you've been combating, cause I feel like that's a big part, like you said, that's a big part of the puzzle is like borderline is like this one, but you had mentioned depression. Were there other things that you were also, uh, facing on the way to a borderline diagnosis?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD and, like, OCD, too. It sucks because it's, like, it's so much stuff that I feel like people are going to be, like, okay, you're just insane, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, too many, like, you know? But it does make a lot of sense, and I think all these things are, like, actually so comorbid that they're kind of, like, all almost like the same thing, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like...
0: They've
2: kind of meshed of, into each other yeah yeah totally like i and honestly this is just me totally talking out my ass but i feel like a lot of bpd comes from just untreated like other things like adhd no city you know i mean and never getting like you know therapy really for it or uh, the right kind of therapy for it you know for
0: sure mm-hmm. yeah do you, did you find yourself having, because you would mentioned OCD, and it's, it's interesting how OCD and ADHD tend to kind of coincide with each other because of like the, the constant starting and stopping of tasks will kind of get caught up by rituals and then you never get to finish that thing. And so there's a lot of the, did you find yourself growing up? with certain rituals and certain things that you would have to like have in order is because we talked about obsessive compulsive disorder on the show before so if you can go into a little bit like some of the things that tipped you off to that
2: yeah well um it's uh it's fine because as a kid is a lot more like straight up rituals and stuff now it's a lot more like uh pure like you know i get caught in like these thought loops and stuff um but yeah like growing up as a kid is really bad to where like uh we're like I, I thought like I had to pray like a certain amount of times otherwise like you know the devil was gonna kill my family and I didn't like rationally think that was gonna happen but it's like well just in case you know what I mean like yeah so like super like it sounds fucking insane yeah because like yeah it's not the most rational thing but also it's like if you think that's gonna happen like you know like like of course I was gonna pray. <laughs> like, instead of being like, you know, ah, you know what, my dad, my dad's lived a good life. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> just like one less prayer.
0: Do- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Praying's exhausting. Like I mean, this is just this is so much work. Yeah. Like, um, right. But that's not uncommon though with people with OCD yeah. like a fear of like, if I don't do this thing, my parents will die. Because we talked to a comic from uh, Oklahoma who uh, it was a fascinating episode. And he said that, what was his ritual? He had to listen to a certain song that was yeah, being yeah. played on the radio <laughs> for kids. Like And it was a big song back in the day, and he had to hear that song before he went to bed, otherwise he was convinced his parents were going to die. And so when the song first came out, he was able to fall asleep pretty quick, but then as it kept going and getting less popular in the rotation, he would be up sometimes to like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning waiting for the song to come on the radio, so that way his parents wouldn't die. And it's like... Yeah, man. Like mm-hmm. assigning a certain thing to like, if I don't do this, my parents will die. That mm-hmm. makes sense. That in and of itself though also makes, like you said, it makes sense that borderline is the next step, right? That right there is a fear of abandonment. I don't want my parents, they provide for me. I don't want them to leave, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. are there certain um like what kind of therapy are they working with you on as far as for everything like are they doing like cbt therapy or
2: that's a good question well kaiser is dog shit so i'm not really doing anything right now like I literally, yeah they fucking suck so bad i like I, they're like how about this class I'm like no I don't like I don't need to go to school I need like therapy you know like, <laughs> like yeah like it, it's so ridiculous so I don't know I, I am like there's this class I'm supposed to take it's like next month I've been waiting um I can see a therapist but it's like they won't let me do ERP therapy which I've done CBD before you know but uh yeah, in DBT, that's been really helpful for like the borderline. It's it's actually very confusing because like, you know, ERP and like DBT are kind of like what I need, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, exposure response, um, and like, uh, yeah. So it's kind of weird. I, I don't know. No one's really like helping me <laughs> too much. So other than like my psychiatrist is like prescribing me meds, but you know, I feel like I do need to like talk to someone you know
0: for sure yeah. oh for sure yeah keep fighting that fight man stand up for your own you got to advocate for your own uh-huh. mental health when kaiser's being bullshit you gotta be like you guys are being bullshit like yeah it's weird how I'm kaiser's true. really only good at preventative like they're the best at preventing you from getting sick or getting injured or these things they're super good at preventative oh. beyond that they're dog shit at yeah. absolutely yeah. Oh, no. everything it's such horrible health care once you're fucked, they're just like I don't, this isn't our area yeah yeah the entire kaiser permanente that entire industry is literally just preventative care they're experts in preventative care but every person i've talked to who ever had anything beyond preventative care where they were like in hospital trying to get treated kaiser was a nightmare if i had pneumonia Back in 2017, I was in the hospital for a week. They almost killed me twice. Like, yeah, they were trying to break my fever, and I told a nurse that I was kind of what warm or I was kind of cold. cold. Yeah, I was getting kind of cold. And then the nurse on break came in and like put a weighted blanket on me and cranked up the heat and shut shut the door. door. And so it just brought my fever back up again and started like screwing with my heart and everything. And they're Uh like. We need to cool him down like immediately. Who did this? And they were like, "Well, she was on break." And it's like, "No, no, there's no! There's no just the person on break comes and tries to kill the patient. How is that a thing?" I think that's frowned upon. <laughs> generally speaking yes yes i did not have a smile on the frown was in fact not upside down it was very right (laughs) so yeah man um yeah kaiser is rough what's the class that they want you to take what's the class on what is that
2: um i don't know hopefully there's chicks in it no i'm kidding
0: (laughs) You're just going down the line, you're like, oh I love you, I hate you too. I love you, I hate you too. (laughs) I'm
2: like, I don't think I could fall in love with a Kimberly. Never mind. (laughs) Oh,
0: that's hilarious. I mean, at the very least today, you'll leave with the new five minutes under borderline personality (laughs) disorder so there's at least the silver lining that we could all we could thank kaiser's terrible service for us (laughs) deep diving on all this um so yeah like did they say what the class entails is it just like a group that talks about having borderline or
2: yeah i think it's like from i've taken a couple classes before basically they just tell you you know more of like the science behind it which is cool i guess it's helpful but uh also, oh, uh, yeah, it's not really, it's not really like group therapy. Though sometimes those things like turn into group therapy, like people, you know, raise their hands and then they like say their entire life story and they're like, we're just here to teach science, you know, like, we're not really gonna, you know, like, it's very weird. Like, uh, <laughs> so,
0: how, why did my mom leave me when I was eight? It's like, I'm actually just a teacher. Um, yeah. i supposed to... <laughs> I need you to not ask me these questions. I'm just gonna tell you what this is, sign this piece of paper, and then I get
2: paid. So that's <laughs> basically it. Honestly, I think Kaiser just hopes like once people learn about it, like it'll go away or something. I don't know, it's very weird. Uh, so so yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's it's insane. So uh, yeah, um This class, I think, is just, you know, more learning DBT skills, I guess, probably, and then there's an OCD class, too, which, like, I don't even know if Kaiser has, like, or even does exposure therapy, actually, because I, like, asked about it, and, like, no one really gave me a response, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, that, dude, stick with it or see whatever healthcare you could switch to, man. Because yeah, you got to advocate for your mental health. We know all okay. about
2: that one hundred percent.
0: man, gotta advocate for your mental health.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. If you guys have any like recommendations other than Kaiser, like let me know. Because <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I. I mean, yeah, she says Is you Canada? just moved to Canada. Yeah, you can go to Canada. That's Easy. some
1: days are better than
0: others.
2: So. Yeah. What's yeah it's like, uh, is the mental health better in Canada too? Like I know that, you know, healthcare in general is a lot better. but
1: I've, I've noticing in both countries, it seems to be that we focus on, especially when it comes to mental health, nobody does preventative medicine. That's all of a sudden the crisis has happened and then we just pick people up and try and fix them and medicate them and then put them on their way. Like exactly what you guys were saying is we put them on medication, but we don't do any treatment, mm-hmm. no dealing with it. It's like, hey, I, by the way, you have a, Personality disorder, like see you later, and people are like, "What?" Yeah, like, yeah. Like, take take your meds. And you're like, "What do I do now?" They're like, "Fucked if we know." So you're on your own. It, it seems to be that like that way with everywhere. Like,
0: yeah, I find it, it weird. The, weird. The, the 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 hospitals are so quickly to medicate, and I think, yeah, you know, the the processing of the information and the healing of these wounds is needs to be really the primary focus and and if you're in a state like i think you know last episode we talked about you know medicating to kind of slow things down you know i mean if you you can't uh truly work on healing what's happened if you're constantly in a state of crisis and so if medication can get you from a 12 down to like a seven well, maybe we can get some work done to get you down to a five or reduce the meds, and then you can kind of start working your way down once you're actually actively processing the root issue here. So, I mean, being able to unpack that is, needs to be at the forefront, I think, because then you might be able to get to a place where people cannot be as reliant on medications where they're able to actually process what happened let a little bit of it go and then be able to kind of move forward with this lighter load instead of just carrying all this stuff with them for the rest of their lives you know we i feel like we've all gone the way of the disney villain i'm gonna hold on to this grudge until the day i die right it's just like maybe maybe don't you know (laughs) like maybe we need to work on that healing so um but yeah man it's just the whole mental health care system needs to kind of Yeah, all of our systems need just a big upheaval at this point. I mean, like,
1: there's a to be able to build something. It's almost like when you, the problem with when it comes to mental health is when you admit that human beings look at the, we've done some pretty amazing things. or some people like what they've been able to build and thought process, but to admit that we're not perfect. I think that's what people struggle with because as adults, we're told we can't make mistakes. So as soon as you have to, as soon as you make a mistake, or as soon as you're told you're not perfect or something. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: like, you're dirty, You something's wrong. But at the same time, now I feel like coming to be an adult, we're really starting to realize how like nobody's even remotely close to perfect. Not I mean, close. like I'm, I'm working on uh, doing some talk about uh, the link between, you know, just pain and trauma and artistry, you know, I mean, creating okay. art, being funny, uh, being a creative person, usually more times than not comes from like some type of deep drama or darkness you know when we're young and this way of creating was the only thing that got us through as defense mechanisms. so then we turn that into a career and then now this career is the thing that gives us that validation but then it's like okay that's still not healing the void because i mean look how many celebrities there's countless celebrities who had like childhoods that would make precious look like a disney movie you know, like I mean, yeah, right? yeah, Pixar presents Precious. Like, I mean, it, it's it's really just a matter of like, this seems to be a link here that the, we're all some degree of fucked up and we need to start working on that healing. You know, we need to start working on the moving forward and the processes of I it mean, instead of like putting a Band-Aid on it, take this pill and now go back to work. And it's like, no. Shit sucks, man, we need to actually unpack it. Um, Parker, from your standpoint, we're always a big fan of trying to like get every single possible perspective when people have any type of mental health disorders, anything going on with their mental health. What do you think if there was like something you could paint as a picture of like a supportive friend or loved one, what does that look like to you? If somebody was trying to be supported with somebody who had the struggles with mental health and the things that you've been experiencing for so long, what does it look like to be a supportive friend or family member or loved one to to you
2: uh, it's a very good question again um i'd say you know probably um i think i could say more of what i don't like when people sure you know sure. try to help or maybe yeah. no maybe i honestly i'd say the best way to just someone going through something is just be like man I get it like that or not I get but like just say like that sucks I'm sorry you're going through that like that's way better because sometimes people just like try to fix it in a weird way but like not even like just these weird solutions you'll know, be like I'm depressed they're like you should move to Florida like you know what I mean like they're just like yeah when's the last time you've been hiking like you know it's like <laughs> I don't have serotonin in my brain. What the fuck are you talking about? Like,
1: <laughs> so I'm kind of thinking like, at this point, moving to Florida could make things worse.
0: Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <I'm
1: Florida. laughs> so if you, if you couldn't be.
0: marry, a, if you couldn't marry a Kimberly, then I don't know that Florida is going to I mean, that's going to hold much more hope for you
2: i mean i'm being silly you know but also like that is kind of like basically what people say you know it's yeah. just like i hear like to move a lot like that is yeah. like a lot yeah. of they'll tell you to move
0: and kind of like do this but yeah what you're saying the fixing yeah people always want to try and fix it and that's a lot of times what you need is just like yeah man like that sucks i'm sorry you're going through that that makes sense yeah,
1: yeah. create space for somebody
2: yeah totally yeah it's creating space and that, and another thing that like uh you know, kind of like irks me a little bit when people are trying to help, is just like, they'll like really try to like defend the other people, you know what I mean? Which is like fine, but it's like, if you're in that state of like, I'm just trying to vent about this and then every little thing's like, well, yeah, but what about this? And like, well, what about, I don't know, like eventually like that's fine, I guess, but when you're just like super, I'm trying to get something off my chest, you know what I mean? like being in the
0: state of like i need to vent and i don't need this fixed like i think yeah that's that's definitely a place that we're all too familiar with like i don't need anybody to fix this i just need somebody to be like that sucks
2: yeah no exactly totally yeah
0: totally makes sense that makes sense man fuck yeah right on um ladies do you have any other questions for parker
1: I don't think so. I think we've yeah. covered
0: a lot. Yeah, I think we covered a lot, man. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. Dude. yeah, we really appreciate you for being so open and honest and candid about everything you got going on. You even took out your invisible For
2: me, so. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Connection, good?
0: Yeah, you're good, you're good. Okay, um, sorry, my computer. Yeah, we got you, you're good. Uh, thank okay. you for being so open and honest and candid today, man. This was uh, definitely you know, a, a vulnerable episode and we appreciate you for coming on and talking about it.
2: Yeah, darling, man. Thanks. Thank Absolutely, you, guys. Honey.
0: Absolutely. Um, go ahead and let people know before we go where they can find you online, or anything you got to promote coming up. This is the time to do it.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Parker the Newman. Um, yeah. I have a TikTok. I guess I don't really use it. So yeah, Instagram, Twitter at Parker the Newman. Thank you, guys, so much. I super appreciate all you. And uh, yeah, that this was really fun.
0: Absolutely. This is the best. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely. And thank you all for watching, listening. Make sure you follow the podcast at mad podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Joker on all the social medias. uh, Heather will be running the mad podcast Instagram. You can follow her and hit her up on there. And then at Susan Thompson, haha is of course, Susan's handle. Make sure you follow her. Uh, That being said, thank you so much for watching, listening. We'll see you next time on another episode of the mad podcast. Bye everybody.